morning welcome to another episode of history under your feet today we take a look at a very remarkable personality the punjab kesari lala lajpat rai one of the members of the lal pal pal trio the others being pal gangadhar tilak and pipin chandra pal the so called extremist faction of the congress a towering nationalist who was an inspiration to other revolutionaries born on the 28th of january 1865 in a tiny village called durika in the ferozpur district of punjab his father was an urdu teacher lala radha kishan and his mother was gulab devi born into a family that valued freedom and self respect he imbibed the values that were to define him growing up amidst poverty he nevertheless managed to complete his education studying law at the government college in lahore the stint at lahore's government college was what shaped lal Lajpatrai's value system too. Reading up on India's glorious past and the great people that walked across the land, he felt tears welling up as he thought of the present state of degradation under the British rule. It was at that very moment that Lalaji swore to for, fight for freedom and serve India. The Arya Samaj founded by Swami Dayananda Saraswati was attracting a whole lot of youth in Punjab due to its progressive reform-minded ideals. He was one of them. In 1882 Lala Lajpat Rai joined the Arya Samaj when he was just 16 the ideals of freedom in service to society but then had fully taken root in his mind the idea that india could prosper only if the chains of chains of slavery were broken was firmly rooted in lala ji's mind how was supposed to support his family financially he took up the post of a muktiyar a minor lawyer at chakrao when he was just 18 on finishing his law course lala ji began to practice in hisar His aim was over the freedom of India. He had no thoughts of settling down his, uh, in his law practice and leading a comfortable life. He was inspired by the bravery and patriotism of the great Italian nationalist Mazzini after reading a book about him. It was the period spent in Hisar that shaped Lalaji's career in life too. After the death of Swami Dayananda, it was Lalaji along with his friends who started Dayanand Anglo-Bedi College, DAV. to spread a more nationalist hindu oriented education from his salary as a lawyer lalaji ensured his father would live comfortably in a pocketing aside some money for him the major part of his salary was sent by lalaji on the arya samaj activities and setting up branches as also spreading the education he was a devout follower of the arya samaj implementing its ideals of social reformation spread of education and the advancement of hindu dharma Though a devout Hindu, Lalaji managed to win the respect of people of all religions for his integrity and out- outlook. In 1888, Lalaji joined the Indian National Congress when he was still a lawyer. At the same time, the Muslim leader Syed Ahmed Khan left the party, saying he did not represent Muslim interests. Syed Ahmed Khan argued that Muslims should not support the Congress but the British Raj. A furious Lalaji wrote bitter open letters to him in the Urdu weekly Kohinu, and at a young age of 23, Lala Lajpat Rai's reputation spread quickly in the Congress for his speeches and his dynamism. He received a tremendous welcome wherever he went. He felt Hisar was not adequate for his ambitions, and he migrated to Lahore in 1892, where he practiced as an advocate at the Punjab High Court. During the 1893 Congress session at Lahore, Lalaji worked hard to make it a success. Dadabhai Naroji was then the president. At the same time, there was a split in Arya Samaj. Lalaji ensured that the DAV College would take shape, and he backed it all the way. 
He was also an outstanding writer who wrote the biographies of the great Italian nationalist Garibaldi and Mazzini Uddu. He also wrote books on Shivaji Maharaj, Lord Krishna and Swami Dayananda through which he exhorted people to fight for their freedom and dharma. By now, the British government saw Lalaji as a threat and sought to arrest him. He truly believed in the concept of Manava saving Madhava Seva, service to humanity, service to God. And when the central provinces were struck by devastating famine in 1896, it was Lalaji who reached out to the people. It was a time when Christian missionaries were preying on the people's miseries there. Again, Lalaji brought around 250 orphaned people from Jabalpur, Bilaspur, and placed them in Arya Samaj run orphanages. He did the same in 1898 when a far more severe famine struck Kathiawad and Rajasthan, rescuing many destitute orphan children. Around 2,000 people were saved and provided with food, clothing, education, employment, and also saved from the efforts of Christian missionaries to convert them. Again in 1905, when an earthquake devastated the Kangra region, Lalaji extensively toured Punjab, raising funds and collected money extensively. During his tour of England along with Gopal Krishna Gokhale, he played a major role in educating the public about the pitiable state of Indians under the British Raj. He was now more than convinced that only freedom was the way out for India and he raised his views in the 1907 Surat session of Congress. It was the 50th anniversary of the Great Indian Mutiny of 1857. Lahore and Rawalpindi were rocked by protests. Peasants in Punjab were angry at the government proposal to increase water rates. Lalaji openly packed the peasants, an act that made the British government look at him like a criminal. As Sir Daniel observed, the Lieutenant Governor of Punjab observed, it appears that some leaders like Lalaji have sworn to drive the British out of India. An attempt was being made to kindle the hatred against Englishmen and break the government administrative machinery. In addition to this, unjust laws like the Colonial Settlement Act and Land Mortgage Amendment Act were causing widespread agitation against the government. Sensing Lalaji as a threat, he was arrested and reported to Mandalay along with Ajit Singh, who was the uncle of Bhagat Singh. There were widespread protests against his act by the government. Tilak wrote in Kesri, if British rulers act like the Russians are, the people of India will have to react as the people of Russia did. Faced with massive outcry against the deportation of Lalaji, the government was forced to bring him back from Mandalay to Lahore and set him free. So great was Lalaji's popularity among the masses that he easily won the elections to the Lahore Municipal Council in 1911. When World War I broke out, Lalaji was in England at the time as a representative of the Congress from Punjab. However, sensing that he could be detained indefinitely if he were to return to India, he left America where he lived a period of exile. During the US, Lalaji made many speeches about the condition of India under the British rule and also wrote many books there. It was during his stay in America that Lalaji established the Indian Home Rule League in New York and also started the journal Young India. He also wrote two books, Arisamaj, England's trip to India during his exile in the US, and the movement gained support there from many ordinary Americans. He also visited Japan in the interim and won the admiration and respect of many people there. In 1919, after the Chilianwala massacre, Lalaji decided to return to India, and with the war also over now, by this time, Lalaji was successful in convincing many of the Americans and Englishmen of the need for freedom. When Mahatma Gandhi announced a non-cooperation movement in 1920, Lalaji along with Ajit Singh jumped into the movement wholeheartedly. Punjab was brought to a grinding halt as schools, colleges were boycotted, work was affected in courts and offices. When Lalaji undertook a tour of Punjab for collecting money, people voluntarily donated. Such was his appeal among the masses. 
1921, Lalaji was arrested and sentenced to rigorous imprisonment, due to which his health suffered in jail and he became ill. The government again had to release Lalaji, Lalaji after there was a massive public protest and he spent time in Solan, Himachal Pradesh to recover. He worked strongly for the interests of Hindus. He recognized that someday or other the Muslims would soon demand a separate nation. When the riots broke out in Kohat, currently in Pakistan's northwest frontier province, in 1924, around 50, around 150 Hindus were killed and another 400 forced to flee to Rawalpindi. It was again Lalaji who stood by them and he started movements for organizing Hindus. In 1925, Lalaji emphasized the need to preserve Hindu Dharma at a Hindu Mahasabha conference and in 1926, he also attended the International Labour Conference in Geneva. When Catherine Mayer wrote Mother India that provided a totally one-sided negative view of India, which Mahatma Gandhi called a gutter inspector's report of India, he answered her back through his book Unhappy India. With the failure of the non-cooperation movement, the British government appointed a commission headed by Sir John Simon and six other members for political reforms. It was made entirely of white people and there was not one single Indian member in it. Lalati resolved to boycott the fraud commission and moved a resolution in the Central Legislative Assembly Hall in 1928. Lalaji's question was simple. What right did the British Parliament have to frame a constitution of India? Only Indians had the right to decide the future of India. Lalaji took the whole of India to give publicity to the Motilal Nehru report, saying those who opposed it were the enemies of Swaraj and India. October 30, 1928 The Simon Commission was expected to arrive in Lahore and there were massive protests with cries of Simon go back. A sea of black flags covered Lahore and the protest was led by the Lion of Punjab, Lala Lajpat Rai. The police began to brutally laticha the protesters. The then Inspector Sanders ordered them to explicitly target Lalaji, who was protected by Sukhdev Bhagwati Charan among others. The police mercilessly bet Lalaji all over the body on his head leaving him bleeding profusely. This led to a massive outcry. However, Lalaji advised the youth to observe restraint. Just one word from him would have left a bread, led to a bread path. Past his 16, he stood on the stage at Lahore and roared in a defiant voice. Every blow on our body this afternoon is like a nail driven into the coffin of British imperialism. On 17 November 1928, Lala Lajpat Rai passed away from the blows rained on him. However, there would be the nails that were hammered in the coffin of the British Empire. In Lalaji's own words, begging or prayer cannot bring freedom. You can win it only through struggle and sacrifice. Lala Lajpat Rai was truly a great son of Bharat, a man of many qualities. As an educationist, he founded DAV that would provide human service. National College, Tilak School of Politics were a result of Lalaji's untiring efforts and mission. The Urdu weekly Vande Matram, the English weekly people were founded by Lalaji. And in Commerce and Punjab National Bank and Lakshmi Insurance Company were also founded by him. Lalaji was not just a freedom fighter, he also built great institutions that last even to this day. As an Arya Samajist, Lalaji tirelessly fought against untouchability and founded many orphanages for destitute children. The Gulabdevi Hospital, Servants of People's Society were the results of Lalaji's efforts. He also fought for workers' rights, stating 
the All India Trade Union Congress, and while a socialist in belief, he was not doctrinaire in his views. In Mahatma Gandhi's own words, so long as the sun shines, sun shines in the Indian sky, people were like Lalaji will not die. On his jayanti, take time to pay a silent tribute to Lala Lajpat Rai, the Punjab Kesri, one of the Lalpal trio, a towering personality in the Indian freedom struggle, an educationist and founder of many fame, a founder of TAV and many other institutions. Naman.